but I also saw that there was a Polar Express video game <laughs> and that his brother, something Hanks, one of them, yeah. voiced characters in that. Poverty Hanks. <laughs> Poverty Hanks. Yeah. Um, you want to tell me Tom Hanks went out of his way to voice five different characters in the movie yeah. and he couldn't even do it one more time for the video game? For the video game. They had to get his brother knockoff Hanks? <laughs> Kroger <Please. Hanks. laughs> Lights, camera, action. And nothing unites people like someone dying. Yeah. Honestly, it's sad and it's true though. The candy corn industry is a money laundering front. What's the worst like acid trip you've ever had? Well, this is Red Band Podcast, baby. Movies, music, conspiracies, deep existential crises. It's all inside and it's all unfiltered. So let's get started. Hey, welcome Red Band to a brand new year. This is the first episode of Red Band Podcast in the year 2022. You saying that, it, it gave me a good feeling inside. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is 2022 Red Band Podcast. We're here. Yes. We're speaking mm-hmm. to you, the viewer, the <laughs> and, listener. Uh, we know we've been on a little hiatus, so we hope you're still there listening. We hope so. It would be really, it would be a little discouraging to yeah. post this one and see 0.00. Uh, listeners. So yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, one can hope. Um, I've had a, a few people ask where we've been. Okay. So that's a little encouraging. I like that. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> but here we are and, uh, what a time it's been. What a fucking time it's been. Yeah. I think yeah. it would be maybe good to recap why we've been on a hiatus, <laughs> how I mean, that happened. <laughs> Yeah, look, a lot happened. Spider-Man <laughs> came out and the world changed. That was the first thing that that it the release of Spider-Man did crack reality, mm-hmm. much like what happened in the film. Much like when Harambe was shot. Mm-hmm. That was a big shift. Mm-hmm. Flash forward to Spider-Man in uh, No Way Home. That was another big shift. Huge. A tidal wave of emotion and events from that. But we breathe a sigh of relief because we did it and we're here and Mm -hmm. so much to talk about, including movies that we've seen since December. Yeah. And what what are we now? Mid-January, almost the end of January. Almost. Time's flying. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty gnarly. (laughs) It's scary. Yeah. As you guys could tell, we're just excited to get back. Yeah, seriously. uh, (laughs) You know, just like talk about, get back to some of the essence of the show, which is entertainment. Yes. We love entertainment. Yes. And, um, since the last time we met and talked, which was with Brian, the Vance, which great. still super excited. We were able to have him on the show. That yeah. was awesome. And talk about jingle all the way. Like we've, how many, how many movies do you think you've seen since then? It's been about a month. Fuck me in the shitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm currently on a Marvel cinematic rewatch. Oh wow. And okay. let's just say I'm on guardians of the galaxy too. Mm-hmm. So I've watched a lot of that okay. right? from like from iron man to guardians of the galaxy Two, however fucking movies that is. And, uh, and then we watched a couple of other, I watched, uh, prisoners and I Ooh. watched black swan. Okay. Those were fucking dope ass movies. And then I saw Spider-Man twice, No Way Home. Um, what else did I watch? You know, I'm watching Peacemaker. I'm watching Euphoria as it comes out. I'm watching The Righteous Gemstones as it comes out. New seasons of all that. Damn. Um, 
I'm on it right now. Yeah, I'm 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 going hard. So you really I, are off the top of my head. That's that's what I got. Yeah. Okay. What about you? That's amazing. Um, obviously Spider Man. Yes. Which um, if if you noticed, what we can talk about it, right? Yeah. Dude. We're well over a month. Oh, we're what? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I saw it that day because my TikTok was immediately it's. Well, first of all, even just YouTube, like the day after I saw it. So I saw it the day it came out Mm -hmm. Thursday. Yeah. Right. The next day I went to YouTube and there were videos of people bootleg Mm -hmm. certain parts of the movie already on fucking YouTube that Friday. Dude. And on my TikTok, all over my fucking TikTok were the most intensive spoilers mm-hmm. of the movie. Yep. So, you know, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk. We're being, we're the most gracious of them all. Yeah. We're talking about it now. Everyone, I mean, if you didn't see it, it's ruined. I know it's <laughs> ruined. If you didn't see it the first four days, did you see it the first four days? You had to I, wait. Yeah, I had to wait. I, I barely got it in. Yeah, I think I, I saw it Sunday. Oh, so you saw it that Sunday? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were in the... I was in that range. You didn't get it range. spoiled for you until then? Well, all right. I did. I did. Oh. I did and uh, man, it sucked. So um, I think it was Thursday night, oh. opening night. And I had done such a good job of of avoiding. And first, I just got to say, obviously, I'm still on the podcast, which means if you remember my thing, I said, if Toby and Andrew are not in the movie, I was going to pack it up and it's going to be <laughs> over. So obviously... Uh, Confirming that they're in it because here we are. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But so Thursday night, the night it came out, I was, um, I was just on YouTube. Yeah. And like you said, yes, but this was Thursday night, dude. Like the night it came out and leading up to this, how many fan edits did we see of stuff? Right. Like people are like Toby versus Andrew, this and this Mm -hmm. and that. And it's all fan edits. Right. And so I saw there was this one that said Toby versus Andrew or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was like 40 something seconds. And I was like, oh, another fan edit. So I click on it. Oh, fuck. And it starts playing, man. And it was one of those things like a bad accident where you saw what was happening (laughs) and you knew, but you couldn't look away. (laughs) And what I saw was Toby in the living room at the head of the table. Yeah. And Andrew comes across in his spider suit and they look at each other and they both shoot webs at each other. Yeah. And I saw that and I couldn't look away and I couldn't stop. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God. That was real. There's no way that was a fan edit. That You're was like, absolutely real. Is... Zendaya's in the shot. The other guy's in the shot. Like, wow. I just went and it was like on a phone, obviously, like an yeah. LG chocolate, poor quality, 12 pixels. But <laughs> that's tough shook. because so many, so many things are spoiled just by that. Like, yeah. And it's like. I didn't go looking for it. Right. I didn't like type in Spider-Man, no way home leaked foot, like nothing. Mm-hmm. It just popped up on the like suggested. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming because I had watched other Spider-Man content, like yes. I saw the trailer a dozen times. It just, it's the algorithm pushed it to me, yep. but I was like, Oh, you've got to be kidding, man. I may, I went so long avoiding spoilers. Yeah. That's the one part. That's the one w- place where I'm like, yeah, maybe like maybe Sony and Disney, like maybe you guys can move a little faster on getting those taken down. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. There's no reason that the day the movie comes out, you should be able to see that on fucking YouTube. Dude, what about those 
those commercials before movies when you'd watch DVDs and they'd be like, you know, this is a crime. <laughs> Piracy like, is a victimless crime. Yeah, exactly. And now it's like, well, shit, I could just go on YouTube and see someone pirating a fucking movie and within five seconds of it coming out. Like, yeah. What the fuck? That guy probably posted it in the movie theater. While he was there, yeah. While he was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably saw that before the movie ended for him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, I was kind of surprised seeing it on Christmas. I thought there would still be a lot of hype. So that was the Mm -hmm. second time I saw it was on Christmas and all the things started happening and and everyone was quiet. And I was like, like, guys, do you not do you not understand what's (laughs) happening right now? And I'm not going to be the one asshole cheering Mm -hmm. when no one else is cheering. Yeah, right. It just felt odd. But Mm. I got to take my dad to see it, which felt good because, you know, my dad is the one who got me into comic book culture in the first place, you know, since I was a kid. Uh, We watched the first teaser trailer for Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man with the Twin Towers in it, you know, when it first literally came out. So goes back to our first episode when you brought that up. Exactly. So to take my dad and like, you know, I'm like, I'm still a giddy kid. You know, mm-hmm. I turn to him and look and I'm like, huh? huh? Isn't that cool? Right. Isn't that cool, dad? Do you love me? No. <laughs> Please? <laughs> Please. You love me, right? Validation. <laughs> did you watch anything during your, your I, deal? I did. Um, so I saw Jungle Cruise for the first time. Wow. Which I hadn't seen. The Rock. The Rock and Dwayne Emily the Blunt. Rock. Yeah. And I saw Don't Look Up. Oh, duh. I watched that too. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I watched and that too. And so we could talk about that. Yeah, what we else can. did I see? I feel, uh, oh, I watched Shallow Hal, which I had seen wow. before. But I don't think, I don't think I'd seen it start to finish all the way through. Okay. I think I've just seen bits and pieces on TV. Throwback. This is my first all the way through watching of it. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was great. Jack Black mm. at his Jack Blackness. Yes. Well, that sounds... <laughs> He should have gotten more. Yeah. He he should have gotten more. And I really think he was able to transcend societal norms for how a movie star should look. He's like the original, but like he should have gotten as much as Seth Rogen got. Oh yeah. For I being just, a I, non-traditional. I, I, yeah. I love Jack Black, man. I feel like he's like a heartwarming character. Like you see him on screen, you feel good. Yes. He's going to make you feel good when you watch him. And I haven't seen a movie with him where I'm like, yeah, that wasn't it. Yeah. He can do no wrong. Like yeah. notice how the QAnon people never say that mm-hmm. Jack Black is eating babies. Right. That's because even they know, <laughs> yeah. you know, even they know he's yeah. pure. Like, we got to protect him. He's yeah. great in Jumanji. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wonderful in that. Mm-hmm. Which is probably <clears throat> the first thing, honestly, that I've seen him do in a while. Yeah. I don't know what Goose he was bumps. doing before that. He was, he did goosebumps. Oh, goosebumps. I never I saw didn't that. watch that. But. Me either. <laughs> but you're right. He did, he did do that. And what else did I watch? I feel like I watched, oh, I, I watched Loki all the way through. Oh, what? I finished it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So man, that was huge. Yeah. That was cool. Glad and, you watched that. Um, other than that, I, uh, I can't think of anything else major that I saw. I will say, after watching Spider-Man, I did buy the Spider-Man PS4 game, and I did oh. play that quite a bit during my quarantine, and that shit is fun. It's a great game. It's a great fucking Isn't game. it very much reminiscent of Toby's Spider-Man 2 video game? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's everything that game was, and then modern, better, Just updated, yeah. updated, and then even more um, 
complex mm-hmm. with all the extra side missions and side things you can do all the cool suits you can get oh my god oh, yes man. yeah over christmas my brother was letting me play his miles morales one and mm. same thing it's just great like yes what i do miss and i think we've talked about this before is how in toby's game mm-hmm. that toby kirsten dunce like everyone came and actually voiced themselves in it yes and i feel like i don't know many other video games that do that do we get that anymore? Are we no. even getting video games after movies anymore? Not, not a really. whole, not that like relate too much to the movie. Right. You know, like these Spider-Man games aren't Spider-Man No Way Home, the video no. game. Um, I saw too because over, over New Year's week, mm. watched the Polar Express. Huh. And so I was looking up like the cast list because I was trying to see just how many characters Tom Hanks plays in that movie. He plays like five different people. Really? But I also saw that there was a Polar Express video game <laughs> and that his brother, something Hanks, one of them, yeah. voiced characters in that. Poverty Hanks. <laughs> Poverty <laughs> Hanks. Yeah. Um, um, you want to tell me Tom Hanks went out of his way to voice five different characters in the movie yeah. and he couldn't even do it one more time for the video game? For the video game. They had to get his brother knockoff Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> Kroger at least, Hanks? <laughs> at least they didn't get his son actually named Chet Hanks. Oh, which really? makes me look at Tom and say, why would you name your child Chet? And then, and then his son, Colin, right? Colin yeah. Hanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And his son is like, uh, I don't know, kind of the worst kind of white dude, you oh, know, yeah. like, uh, like wants to be black <laughs> is obviously super rich. Um, and just, just has no damn, no goddamn sense. I'll, I'll channel, channel my inner black man. He ain't got no goddamn sense. I love it. Uh, and that's all I'll say about that. Now, at the <laughs> same time, you could just appreciate him as a character. He is kind of funny. He's kind of funny like in a Donald Trump way. Yeah. Where you're like, you're not a good person, but you're <laughs> kind of funny. You know? <laughs> I just looked at, uh, yeah, I just looked at Chet Hanks and he does kind of have that look. He's something else, that Chet Hanks. Um, Jim Hanks is the guy. Is I'm assuming his brother. He's his brother. Jim Hanks, who does the Polar Express video game, which is for PC. <clears throat> Celebrities are like teachers, you know? Like, when you see a teacher at the grocery store, it's so hard to even imagine that your teacher has a life outside of teaching. Yes. Same with celebrities. You're like, you have cousins like yeah right you're not supposed to have siblings cousins you're supposed to be the only one yeah like how are you not just a singular entity without (laughs) any other like family unit yeah it makes no sense to me that's a good point yeah it's weird i felt that and i didn't realize i felt that (laughs) (laughs) because you go you bring in jim hanks and then what does jim hanks do like how do you you know do you tell people do you not tell people do people recognize it in you yeah because i i mean looking at him i don't think they resemble each other too too much yeah i mean maybe a little bit i could kind of see you know there in the nose i could a little bit see it in the nose yeah what happens if someone walks up to you they don't know you're tom hanks's brother and they're like you know what movie i fucking hate castaway (laughs) fuck castaway you want to know why i hate that movie Cause it's pretty much Tom Hanks the whole time. And I actually, what would even be funnier is if he worked in an office and a QAnon lady came up to him (laughs) and was like, Tom Hanks is, is a 
was eating children. Yeah. Did you know that? And he would be like, what? It's <laughs> weird. He didn't say that last week at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I feel like that would have maybe come up. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, yeah. And then I'd love to see that person's face. Cause even I feel like people who say stuff like that sometimes also feel the same way about celebrities like that. They don't have a normal, like a brother named Jim. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> or you wonder if he knows and he's like, yeah, okay, look, I'm not him. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't associate with that. Just yeah. I leave imagine. me out of it. That lady starts going through his shit. Like, yeah. Where are you hiding them? <laughs> are they on Epstein's Island? <laughs> you know? Have you been there? Yeah. Have you been? <laughs> Do you get a family pass? Yeah. Right. <laughs> a a punch card or something. <laughs> to Epstein's Island. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, I think it's time to deep dive. Oh. Spider-Man. <sighs> Boy. I think it's time. I want to really. This is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. This whole fucking time. Yes. So I wish I could have listened to our predictions episode again, but there are mm-hmm. a couple things off the top of my head that I can immediately identify as things that I was watching it. And I was like, Oh, it's so funny that we were just talking about that. Yeah. The first thing is the science element, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They really brought that back heavy. Yes. Were you pumped on that? I was. <clears throat> Cause yeah. just for people, we were saying that like, the science Spider-Man was kind of lost in Tom's yep. because Tony Stark was kind of the guy. He mm-hmm. was the science guy. He made the suits and the upgrades and did all that for everybody. Yep. And so we lost a little bit of that ingenuity that you see from Andrew and Peter. Yep. And we get some more now. I mean, and especially at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. we see him make his own new suit. Right. It looks awesome. Looks like very, it's like a combination between Andrew Peters and Tom's. Yes. He's swinging through. looks very comic book-like. <clears throat> and so that was exciting, too, to see. Yeah. I, there was so much science uh, between him making the cures for the villains mm-hmm. um, and then, obviously, him and Toby and, and fucking Andrew all doing science together. And like he said at the end, making his own new suit. That was great. The other thing that made me fucking laugh my ass off, based on the conversation we had, mm-hmm. is you said... Like, what if Toby's in the movie, but he never suits up in the Spider-Man suit? Yeah. And for a little bit, it looked like that might fucking happen. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Because Andrew shows up in the suit. In the fucking suit. And he's suit. ready to go. And then yeah. it's not until they're doing science that he's like, does everyone have a suit? And Toby, Toby unbuttons that shirt, baby, or pulls it down. And we see it. Yeah, I I just like I was laughing because I was just like, what if Estevan called that? Like (laughs) Toby's in the movie, but he doesn't ever puts on a Spider-Man suit in the whole time. He's just dressed up like a youth pastor. as Andrew Garfield hilariously stated in the fucking movie. Yeah. And and I I definitely was like, "Uh oh, (laughs) I thought the kind of the same thing, too. Yeah, man. I, I was so excited to see them all on screen together. Yeah. Like childhood middle or high school, whatever yep. childhood, high school and current all yep. came together inside of me and mm-hmm. so much excitement. And like even seeing all the old villains come back. Yeah. Like that was so cool. And they were all on screen together. Right. And what a difference between, you know, Toby's Spider-Man three having multiple villains mm-hmm. versus this one having multiple villains having and like six they, fucking villains. Yeah. And they made it work. Yeah. Having like six villains and also him just having a whole scene where he fights another hero. You yeah. Know? 
Like mm-hmm. that's a that's that's a lot, and yet they made it work so well. Mm-hmm. It's insane. They did such a good job with this. <clears throat> so, so the first kind of big thing is Matt Murdock Daredevil. Yes. Yeah. What was your what was your feelings so, the second you saw that? Yeah. So I I've never seen actually okay Daredevil, but I obviously knew who he was as right. soon as I saw him right. on the screen. So like oh yeah all right cool we're gonna get like (laughs) some daredevil yeah you know and not ben affleck's daredevil which um you know i'd see it again i've heard nothing but horrible things about it when i saw it i was a kid so my standards weren't too high but um it was funny because um like my friend didn't know who that was Mm. and like you just hire people (laughs) (laughs) okay you know and um, I just I also thought that was sick when the brick came through the, yeah. the window and he catches it and he's like I'm just a really good lawyer. Yeah. So um, what did you think? Like, yeah, I shit my pants. Yeah. Um, I came. Nice. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no man, the Daredevil Netflix series is so good, mm. and I highly recommend it. Okay. You, since you haven't seen it um also punisher so yeah for me like loving those those shows when they came out because they're just so fucking good yeah and um i don't know if you knew about this but also like the kingpin from the daredevil show was in the hawkeye series okay so they're starting to integrate like these other properties and prove that they're in the same universe and excellent and it well they are because when you watch daredevil they talk about like the avengers Mm -hmm. they talk about the battle of new york and stuff like that but the whole point of daredevil obviously is he's a real ground level superhero fighting well some would say the real crime and the real evil in the (laughs) world like you know the avengers are fighting aliens in the sky and daredevil is like you know, stopping human trafficking from happening. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, aliens, sure. But like, you know, Iron Man, could you maybe like save some, some, some women from human trafficking? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what Daredevil is doing, you know? And, and, uh, and then, yeah, the Punisher series is so good. And that seems to be confirmed that Punisher is going to be in there. John Bernthal's Punisher. Nice. So yeah, seeing, uh, seeing Daredevil on there, um, I will say that was one of the things I spoiled for myself before the movie. Okay. Um, but I was also a thing that I didn't know would actually be real. Mm-hmm. So to see it be real, I was like, okay, this is fucking great. I'm yeah. so grateful. Um, there's a lot of, I really don't. I, I think that was, oh, that's me. Oh, there's a computer, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, there's a lot of really good daredevil, Spider-Man comic book runs. Okay. And that's, I get excited about that too. Because there's, you know, there's a lot of good Daredevil Spider-Man and there's a lot of good Deadpool Spider-Man. And if we can get that shit going at some point, like, mm. that's going to be fucking fun. That'll be fun. So some red suit guys. Yeah, because, you know, Spider-Man is an Avenger and all, but he really is kind of like a street-level guy, too, you know? He's a he's a community hero, you know? Yeah. He's big New York, you know? He's, he's loved by the local community type deal. And so, yeah, I just, I'd love to see some more of that incorporated and, uh, yeah, my girlfriend and her sister did not know who that was either. But <laughs> yeah. I, I was in a theater, thankfully, of people who reacted and were pretty pumped to see him on on screen. And then 
like my she was kind of just like who who is that yeah right (laughs) and then i was like i'll show you the show and then we start watching the show and she's like yeah this isn't the avengers like there are men's bones being broken and and Mm -hmm. bleeding from many orifices in this show and it's uh, you know daredevil shows a hard rated r show (laughs) i've seen i've seen some fight scenes on youtube from that show and they're Mm -hmm. they're sick man right they do it so yeah it was exciting and then, uh, and then I didn't understand if my girlfriend and her sister got the context of his blindness. Yeah. So I, I just like, I leaned over to them and I was like, it's crazy that he caught the brick because he's blind. <laughs> and they were like, no, we got that. Yeah, we said, <laughs> and they were like, no, we, we could tell that much. Yeah. We just wanted to know his name. Thank you for <laughs> being a mansplainer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Like, so oh, fuck me. Yeah. There's so much that happens in the movie. I almost forgot that the the fight scene between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man is like one of the best fucking parts of the movie. Oh, yeah. That shit was crazy. And Spider-Man beats him. Yeah. With math. <laughs> With, yeah. <laughs> so that, that shit, you know, I had never seen Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I watched it the other night, finally, because I'm on my Marvel rewatch. Yeah. And, um. I that's probably one of my favorite deals because I'm very much into the mysticism, the spirituality, yeah. alchemy, the trip all that. out. Yeah, like and and that that scene of him knocking Spider-Man into the mirror dimension, so fucking good. It was sick, uh. man. And so I I didn't understand. I'm assuming maybe it's because like it's almost like Hulk, how mm. Hulk and Bruce Banner are two people. I don't know like why when he knocked Peter out of Spider-Man's body, why Spider-Man was still able to move his arm around. Like, did you understand that? I watched a lot of stuff about this. A lot of people are saying a lot of things about this. Um, first of all, yeah, that was badass. Yeah. And, and the first time I watched it, I didn't understand why, but obviously it was his Spidey sense mm. was still operating. Okay. Um, some people are pretty, Predicting, well, <clears throat> supposedly a multiverse, a Spider-Man multiverse comic book came out that said, and I don't know if this is canon on Marvel's main comic book timeline, but that there's like the interdimensional connection between Spider-Man is kind of like their their Spidey sense is part of that, I guess. Hmm. So he, I guess he was in the astral realm, right? When fucking Dr. Strange knocked him out of his body. Um, and that his spider sense might be more than just like a super instinct. It might be, there might be some possibly like spiritual magical components to it. Maybe in this Marvel cinematic timeline, but there was that comic that came out that kind of did almost confirm an interdimensional connection between all Spider-Man and that's, and there's a link between their Spidey senses. So interesting. That's the kind of shit I was reading up on it. Yeah. But wasn't okay. that a fun scene though? That was great. That was awesome. Now I know I didn't notice this. I noticed this the second time I, I saw it, but like there's kind of those waves coming out of, of Peter Parker's head, almost like how the Spidey sense is depicted in the comic. Yes. That shit was fucking, that great. was awesome too. Yeah. Loved that. I love that. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, there's just so many little things, right? It's the mm-hmm. small details that you get that are just, oh man. Like when Toby talks about when they're, when they're on that scaffolding and they're waiting and he talks about how he has a back problem. <laughs> so great. Good. That's great. How the fuck were they all so funny, mm-hmm. dude? 
I mean, and that's, and that's what I was feeling that first night. Like I was just like, this exceeded times a thousand what I could have wanted from this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it really just did. Yeah. And man, you, I feel the worst for this, for Tom Holland, Spider-Man, because this man literally has at the end of this movie, he has nothing, nothing, no one, nothing, obviously no uncle Ben for a while. Right. Then his father figure mentor, Tony Stark gone, gone. Well, okay. He's got a best friend and now a love. They don't remember. He even exists. Yeah. Before that, spoiler, 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 Aunt May dead. Yeah. Happy's not going to remember who he is now. Right. And the only other hero who was in the same area to help him, Dr. Strange, I don't think unless there's some kind of thing to this spell. Right. He's probably, I don't think he remembers. So like he literally has no, I mean, no way home. (laughs) He has no home. He has nobody like. Right. At all who knows who he is and anyone else is dead. Yeah. It's like, damn. I was thinking about this and I don't think there's going to be a way that Dr. Strange remembers him, but I do think that Dr. Strange is the only person who would believe that story. If Peter Parker goes to him and tells him like, you're not going to believe this, but (laughs) the only reason you don't know who I am is because we had this big adventure and you wiped everyone's memory of existence of me. And I really think Dr. Strange is the only person who would be like, okay, I could see that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or, um, what's her name? Oh man. From end game. Do you remember her? She was like, Bruce went to get the time stone from her or reality oh, stone. Oh Yeah. The damn, uh, I forget what her name is. Her name. Character or actor name. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Tilda, yeah. Yeah. She or, would definitely, she'd be like, that makes sense. Or she would know. She'd be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know that happened. She would know. Cause she, in end game, it was the same thing. She already knew like why he was there. She understood. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like he's going to have to talk to somebody like that or, mm-hmm. you know, but we'll probably see now, like my assumption going forward is he's going to maybe enter college. Nobody knows who he is. So he'll make new friends. He'll probably make friends with like a Harry Osborne. Yes. In that absolutely. realm. Um, he'll probably see Ned and MJ maybe mm-hmm. have a thing together Yeah, and he might try to get close to MJ again. And then the process, who is he going to meet? He might meet Gwen Stacy. Could meet Gwen Stacy of his universe. He could meet uh, Black Cat. Is that Selena Kyle? I th- that's no. That's well, she's Bat- Batman. That's Catwoman. That's Catwoman. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But maybe Black Cat. Yeah. yeah. And maybe some Miles Morales. I know Jamie Fox Miles. made yeah. a comment about a Black Spider Man. He's like, "There's got to be one out there." And Andrew Garfield said, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not black, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we got to talk about the savage, the one man wrecking ball, the fucking most fucked up individual of comic book history, comic book film history, the fucking goat, the fucking king. Mm hmm. Norman fucking Osborn, dude. <laughs> what a what the fuck? He outdid his performances in the first three or first two. That man just likes to act, and I think he's just having fun, mm-hmm. and you can feel that he likes to just do his job. Yes. Who I'm getting like almost emotional just thinking about <laughs> what it felt like to see him do his thing and yeah. see him like 
go hard times 10. Like just the scene where, and first of all, that scene is just fucking amazing where they're on the condo Mm -hmm. and Tom Holland gets his spidey sense, which they depicted beautifully. And from a filmmaking standpoint, right? They do that vertigo. There's that, uh, I don't know what, what you call it. There's a name for it where it's like, there's a dolly away and a zoom in. I don't remember. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I think they call it like the Hitchcock shot or something like that. It's just, yeah, you're, you're moving in and while you're moving in, you're zooming out. Right. You can do it the other way too, where you're pulling back and zooming in and that just causes like the background to either look like, like you're staying almost in the same place and the background's getting bigger and coming closer and like the depth of field. It's very cool. You see it in Jaws. Right. Steven Spielberg uses it in Jaws. It's kind of just like a big, like when a person's having a huge realization, an oh shit moment. Yeah, it was just so, and it was just like, I don't know. There was a lot in this movie from a filmmaking perspective that was fucking just really cool. And and that was one of them where it was like, yeah, you know, you're you're showing that moment like that. And then you get this like steady cam, you know, walking around with, with Peter mm-hmm. around the apartment as he's trying to figure out why is my shit going off right now? Yeah. And then he gets him dude. And then he fucking webs up Norman and, and the way he's just that, Oh, I get chills just thinking <laughs> about it. And then Norman's on sabbatical. Yeah. Honey, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, this motherfucker's spitting. Yeah. Like, and it was just, it's just the most devious. And then he beats his fucking ass, dude. And apparently he did all that, like his actual, yeah. his own stunts for yeah. the most part, which is awesome. I just, uh, I think I forget as a fan, um, what the green goblins abilities are. Uh, I forget that. Yeah. He is a, he is some super strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Some super strength. Yeah, and I mean, you think about when the movie came out to yeah. originally, like the capabilities they had and choreography right. and all that kind of stuff. They've advanced a lot since then, so you see him just pop off. Boy, does he pop off. <laughs> yeah, um, there's just probably my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, there's a lot. Well, this is top three. Is Is when, you know, Peter jumps on him. And is just hitting him mm-hmm. and he's just laughing. And Tom Holland's brilliant in that moment because he he pauses for a second and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, "Is what is he's just like so taken back. And a lot of people have spoken really well about this where it's just like, you know, every villain he's faced has had some sort of moral thing going on or no one he's faced has just been pure fucking evil and chaotic Mm -hmm. and that's what he got yep (laughs) and and he and it's like his innocence which has been destroyed multiple times yeah was once again purely just just crumbled in itself and he's just like i am i am fighting a legit madman right Mm -hmm. now (laughs) yeah Then he gets body slammed through a couple stories of the building, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was gangster as fuck. That'll put hair on your chest real quick. Put hair on your chest. So I think the biggest surprise of the movie was that Aunt May died. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was not anticipating that at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Did that fuck you up? That fucked you yeah. up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, because that's happened nowhere else in the universe. Yeah. And then, and not only do you feel bad for Peter, but now you also feel bad for Happy. Mm-hmm. Happy Hogan. Aw. Who, yeah. Yeah. Like, shit. Because not only, again, here's a guy who lost his best friend. Yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah. And then now he's like finding love and feeling like he's getting back into life after Tony and life after Endgame with right. Aunt May. And, you know, he, he really is into her and treats her well and then gone. Gone. Yeah, it was um, – that's what struck me in watching it just because, you know – there was rumors of Toby and Andrew and there was rumors of Daredevil and there was rumors of this and there was rumors of that. And not in one bit of those rumors, spoilers, leaks, did anyone say Aunt May is going to die in this movie? Yeah. And that's what I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy her dying, but I was like, (laughs) I was just glad that there was a surprise and um, a true surprise. I mean, all of it was a surprise, but that was the most pure surprise. That was one thing that I had never crossed my mind. Yes. That was one thing that no one had talked about whatsoever. And uh, and it was just my my stomach dropped when she said, with great power, oh, yep. there must come great responsibility. Because I'm like, motherfuckers die after they say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> like, people don't live much longer mm-hmm. after they drop that line. That is a good point. <laughs> it gets shorter and shorter with each movie. Yeah, like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. The, At least uh, Uncle Ben got to go to the fucking to to, to Whole Foods before he got shot. <laughs> Jesus, right? Yeah, <laughs> and that goes back to when we were making predictions. Because if you mm. remember, Matt said he was like, "I feel like there's gonna be there's there has to be some sort of surprise because the build up and the talk has all been around Toby and Andrew, right? So I feel like they're gonna have to be like." pull something in that we're not expecting at yes. all. And we were talking like a Deadpool or something crazy. Right, right. But they went worse in a good way. Right. Like they just like totally, totally ripped our hearts out with it. Yes. Like, oh, all right, you guys went there. Okay, I was kind of yeah. hoping for like X-Men or I don't know, Fantastic Four right. or something. <laughs> like, you could have brought Ryan Reynolds in. Or, I don't know. We thought you were going to give us Nova. You fucking kill Aunt May. God <laughs> yeah, damn. Oh, damn, guys. All right. Shit. <laughs> Which is, it, it, you know, back to the, just the heartbreaking story of this Marvel Cinematic Universe's Peter Parker. Like, God damn. Like, how many people got to die for this fool? And then you understand why he's he'll And then, he, you know, he almost, he's, he's like, he, he could have been easily became bad at that moment. Right. Yeah. He had the potential to go full villain. But I think, you know, what's, What's great then is that gives a beautiful reason for Andrew and Toby to be there. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're just there. I mean, and and even if there wasn't something they could offer him emotionally, um, it would have, you know, it would have still made sense. You know, the spell, blah, blah, blah. Everyone who knows Peter Parker, blah, blah, blah. Oh, shit. There's two other Spider-Mans here now. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he, they they come in to offer him emotional support. Yeah. I was like, all right, like, because they all have been through the same thing. Yeah. I loved that scene. That was great. Yes. To be like mentors, to be like older brothers, you know, and that's great now too. And it, and I feel hopeful, especially because of the, you know, the internet 
broke out afterwards. Yeah. Like, we want the amazing Spider-Man 3. We yeah. want Sam Raimi <laughs> Spider-Man 4. Right, right. And didn't we talk about this? Did we? We, we, we must have, in, yeah. In, episode, in the first episode of this podcast, mm. I said, you know what's going to happen? Everyone shits on Toby. Everyone shits on Andrew. You know, where the real fans are like, we still love their Spider-Man. We still love these movies. And yeah. I want more. Everyone's shitting on them. And what's going to happen is a bunch of bandwagoners are going to jump on after this movie comes out. And sure enough, we were right because now everyone's like, we want another Toby movie. We want another Andrew movie. Fuck you. Called it out. Called out every single one of you who are spreading through the Internet talking about this. I mean, thank you for finally joining. Great. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to our our wagon. Thanks for joining on. But we've been here. um, Yeah, we've been here. And we called you out and we knew you were going to come and we have snacks for you. Um, (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And um, I think it's a great opportunity, too, for now, like. he does. He has nobody, right? Tom mm-hmm. has nobody. 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 But now he has them at least. If he right. has a way to access them, I don't. I don't know how without Doctor Strange. But right, it's like at least he has now this like brotherhood that he didn't have really before. Right. Right. Yeah. Totally. You know what, man? Red Band Podcast calls it again. Mm-hmm. Well put. And I forgot about that. But you're yeah. right. We called that shit, and that's exactly what happened. Yep. And. uh the world is hungry for more Spider-Man. Listen, studio execs, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Give me all of it. Yeah. I will watch all those movies. I will too. Are you out. kidding? <laughs> Who doesn't want to? Because that was the other thing I was like feeling. By the end of the movie, I was like, you know, they caught up a little bit, but I want to know more. Yes. What have they been up to in the meantime? And, right. Um, I just want to see more. I want to see them unite again and throw in Miles Morales and throw in like Spider Girl and mm-hmm. you know let's make let's really go for it. Yeah, live action Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. do it. Which they're doing the sequel to that movie yeah. now, and I I still need to see the first one, but you know we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there in due time. Um, <clears throat> the end credit scene. Yeah. What about that? So here's the thing. This is why I was a little bit lost. I never saw the second Venom. Right. So I'm assuming, this is what I hear. Uh, at the end of the second Venom, he gets transported to Tom Holland's universe. Yeah. And then, like, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> and then he's there in Mexico or something, and that's yeah. why on the screen, which uh, that's the only part of the movie I've seen, it's that part, where yeah. he sees Tom Holland being exposed mm-hmm. as Spider-Man. Right. And then he like wants to go after him. So then the end credit scene of No Way Home is Venom still in Tom Holland's universe, but then he gets put back. But there's a little piece of the symbiote left behind. Right. How do you feel about that? <sighs> what One thing that comes up immediately, not about how I feel, but just that's interesting, is uh, at the end of that second Venom where we see Venom transported into Tom Holland's universe – that's actually kind of cool now because now we kind of get to see exactly what happened to all of those characters mm-hmm. to end up in that movie. Like that's, I guess what it looked like for yeah. all of them, wherever they were. I got to admit, okay, throwing venom in there would have been too much, mm-hmm. I think. And to introduce him that way to Tom Holland, I probably actually would not have liked just because I'd like to see a true Spider-Man venom story, black symbiote story. Um, but I'm not a big fan. It was funny. First of all, uh, not a big fan though of the, like, that's how the symbiote is in this universe now because 
Venom got transported back and there's oh one drop of the the black goo. Yeah. Um that's a weird trope mm-hmm. that they decided to throw in there for some reason. Um but I guess it's that's what the point of the after credit scene is is to get your juices flowing as a fan mm-hmm. and that's what it does. Um but I don't know. I think they just should not have brought him in there at all. <laughs> and that and that's kind of where my thought process was when I finally understood cuz I had to look up cuz I didn't really understand it being right. that I hadn't seen the second Venom. So I had to look it up and I was like, "Well, that all seems like kind of a waste." Yeah. Like you bring him in, it seems like we're going to get Tom Hardy versus Tom Holland right at some point and then now you bring take him back. However, now with all the talks of potentially doing more Spider-Man, it's like, okay, there will be a, a symbiote left in Holland's universe. Maybe we'll see Garfield versus Tom Hardy instead, Yeah, which could be cool. That'd be great. We've already seen Toby do the Venom thing, so we won't see that, but like maybe not. I don't know, but yeah, I did. I felt like, well, that was kind of a waste, so yeah. he's not going to be in this at all. Is that because Tom Hardy didn't want to keep doing this character for that long? Or is that because Sony was like, no, we've given you too much. We yeah. want our own like property. I don't know. I did read that Venom was supposed to be part of that final fight. Um, <clears throat> but I guess if you think about the movie and how it went, just throwing Venom in there would have been weird. You know, Toby would have had to comment on how he fought one of those in his universe. It was actually comedically hilarious for mm-hmm. Andrew to admit that he hasn't fought in any aliens. Yeah. It would have been weird if Toby was like, oh, I fought one like that. And then and then Tom's like, I don't know what that is. And then Andrew's like, I've never fought an alien. Yeah. You know, that would have been a little less funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it would have it wouldn't have added anything. It would have, I think it would have made it things more confusing, but yeah, it does beg the question why why do that at all then? Yeah. Why even? And it's just like it just makes you wonder like at the end of Venom 2, it's like in a way, that's the most interesting thing about the movie mm-hmm. is that he ends up in Tom's universe. Yeah. That's the most interesting part of the entire film. And at the very end of the end credit scene, and then to just be like, oh, shit, we're not going to put him in. So we need to do something. Uh, OK, we'll <laughs> just make this funny little scene and leave a symbiote behind. And it's like, all right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I felt the same way. Just kind of like, well, what was the point, really? Yeah. Other than to put a little piece of symbiote. So that way we have Venoms in all three universes now. Right. I don't know. There's talk of, you know, them possibly doing a Secret Wars movie eventually. And in the comics, during the Secret Wars, that's when Spider-Man gets the symbiote suit. Oh, okay. On a planet, wherever the fuck, where they're fighting the Secret Wars. Hmm. That would be kind of cool to see them do it that way, actually, I think, and I hope. But then with this deal about a little bit of symbiote being left behind, it seems like they're just going to go with that. Yeah. But wouldn't that be kind of sick? Like, I think that'd I think be so. cool. <laughs> you know, the thing is now Marvel can, I mean, they can really just do whatever. Yeah. Like, we can yeah. do whatever. And we will forgive them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if they, if, if that, if that little goop of, of symbiote never becomes anything, I forgive them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and who knows, right? Like they're the they're the all knowing people over there now. Like, right? Their grandmaster plan might be better than anything we could even think of right now. Yeah, 
for these movies and you know, whatever, I'm still going to show up and watch them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I think though, you know, the, the most, the happiest revelation for me. So Andrew was the biggest denier. Yes. And almost seemed like he was getting angry Mm -hmm. about people asking him. And I was actually starting to feel bad for him. I was like, man, wouldn't it suck to not be in a movie and people keep asking you if you're in a movie and that's all people ask you about and you're coming out with this other movie that's not Spider-Man and you're like, hey guys, I do other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and people keep asking you and asking you about Spider-Man. And then it just, he's he was so good, bro. Like I was just like, damn, like he seemed happy to be there. Mm-hmm. They all seemed happy to be there, but Andrew seemed like ecstatic and he was comedically brilliant yeah <laughs> it was something beautiful to watch you know supposedly even emma stone was texting him asking him <laughs> yes like are you in this amazing and he kept it up and that's commitment that is, i love I mean, that's that. acting yeah the you said it bro you you called that you said he's a very good actor mm-hmm. you called it dude you fucking called it again look we we do this yeah. here at red band this is what we do we do. And, and we don't always mean to, sometimes we make a joke and it's true. <laughs> it's just I'll true. still never get over the aliens thing and Demi Lovato. Never. Can't believe we called that out of a joke. Never. But then we have our intentional stuff like this where yeah. just, I don't know. Yeah. Magic comes together on this show. Yeah. I'm just now remembering that you, we were talking about how intensely Andrew was denying it and you were the one who said, well, he is a really good actor. Maybe he's acting. He was yeah. the whole time. He was, the whole time. And not only that, but I was starting to get a sense from him that he was done with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem that way at all. He seemed incredibly happy to be there. It yep. seemed like some beautiful closure for him. He gave it his all. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, it's just so good. Man, it, when he was talking about what happened with him and Gwen, mm. and he's tearing up, and he's just a, his, he's very good with facial and body yeah. acting. Very good. You know? He's a brilliant actor. I, I do. I like him. That and then great. he got the redemption. Yeah. Right. Yes. He got yes. to save Zendaya MJ. And I think I may have predicted that. I think you did. I think. I think uh, you either did. on the podcast or off of it. I've said like, dude, that would be crazy if he go, Tom's going to save her and Andrew comes along and he's like, wait, I've seen this before. Let me. Exactly what happens to mm-hmm. And it's brilliant. And like you're, you were on point with that. Cause I remember you saying that. And, and then even better that like, it's, it's Green Goblin who comes, takes out Tom. Yes. But then, and, and people pointed this out, which was really cool is that the way Andrew saves Zendaya is like, it shows that he learned from that experience. Yes. The way he jumps off and focuses on catching her, focuses on picking up speed before he saves them with webbing mm-hmm. rather than trying to web her ass and breaking her shit, you know, <laughs> fucking right. her up, making her damn vegetable. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like fucking, it was cool. I, I liked to see that. Yeah. All of them got redeemed all of them. in, in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Which yeah. that's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. Great writing. The, the greatest thing in the world, like, the thing it, it, it does, it, it gives me those chills again. It, it brings that emotional feeling. First of all, hilarious, right? The Peter one, Peter two, Peter three yeah. fight. Yeah. <laughs> and Andrew's on Peter three, you know, and, and that's fun too, because it's true, you know, in the hierarchy, although 
I would say Toby's Peter one, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know, what was, in the universe, it was yeah. Tom, and that was cool because you got to see like, okay, Tom's the only person who's fought with a team, but mm-hmm. the fact that you know they have that little talk, and then they just like they're like run off and jump off and swing together, and they're all like, woo! Yes. Oh, oh dude, mind blown. God, it's they so web each good. other's webs and like sling each other, and it's like what? wow. They web each other's webs. Yeah. It's so badass. And then they all land fucking cool in the yes. way Toby lands, though. Mm-hmm. That gave me, you know, that was that was how his Spider-Man would land. Mm-hmm. That's the feeling I got from that. You know, that perched. Yes. You know, that that I don't know. Like it just felt you know, and that's one of my favorite poses of the, uh, I think about Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man and there's a drawing that Todd McFarlane did. This is the guy who created Spawn and he did a Spider-Man run that was a little darker. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of Spider-Man posed with that kind of perch, almost looking down a little hunched, a little depressed with spiders crawling all over him. Ooh. And it kind of gave me that vibe. And it's like that little bit more like edgy spider, you know, yeah, that, that perch aged. on him. I was like, Ooh, let's go. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you wonder like, you know, they all go back to the universe. What happens? Do you think? Right. Like I'm assuming, I'm assuming Toby's okay. Cause he got stabbed. Yeah. But was, you know, then he makes the a fuck? comment. He's like, I've been stabbed before. Right. So we assume he goes back, probably gets patched up. He's okay. Yeah. And then same with all the other villains, because I, I, again, I think the intention behind it is like when they died in their universe, that's kind of when they got transported to this one. Right. So when they go back, I'm assuming they don't just like go back to where the, to the point where they were dying. It's weird. Yeah. I guess now that we're talking about it, I'm kind of, yeah. Like, so the only ones who didn't die were lizard and Sandman lizard and Sandman. Right. They didn't die. Everyone else did. Well, did Electro die? I think he did. Yeah, he did. He got totally like blasted out. So yeah, it makes you wonder because the original intention was to not make them have to go die. Yeah. But did they just go die anyways? They don't really (laughs) address that, I guess, huh? That was something that we (laughs) talked about after we saw the movie was like, so when they go back, like they just going to go back and, you know, Green Goblin gets impaled by his glider. Right. You know, Um, the other thing that they didn't really explain unless I missed it was why. Jamie Foxx looks different when he came right. into this universe. Yeah. They kind of didn't really <laughs> say it was kind of like, well, you know, they have in film school a lot. They talk about gimmies. Mm. And if you get the audience really engaged, the audience will give you a certain amount of gimme. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm okay with them not explaining that. Cause right. there's all this other great stuff. Right. So that might've been their gimme. Yeah, that makes me think of the movie Us um, with Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, where truthfully, there is a lot not explained in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, depending on how much you like or dislike the movie, you are going to notice that. If you really like it, you didn't really care that mm-hmm. how the hell did they get the scissors and all the fabrics to make all the synchronized suits. Um, but obviously if you didn't like the movie, that's like your biggest criticism. So yeah, there, you know, there were a couple of gimmies, especially the electro gimme. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just saw it as like in straight up, like 
they all kind of looked at each other and said, well, why would we like, why would we force him to get into his nerdy makeup? Like, you yeah. know, like, fuck it. Just let Jamie Foxx be hot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just let Jamie be Jamie. <laughs> just let him be sexy black man, sexy <laughs> R&B singing black man, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that was, you know, I mean, does he, does he say, I don't remember if he says that, I don't, like, wow, I look and feel different. Maybe not. I don't know. I think he says that he feels he does feel different or he feels more powerful or something yeah, like that. He's, he's like the energy yeah. here is different. Yeah. Um, but I don't, he doesn't say like, it's like one little, but one. it wasn't anything like explaining. It was just, just more like acknowledging that yeah. he's like different and he's like cool now. It's like a throwaway. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they explained why. Cause he's the only one who comes through different. He's like, than, wow, all of a sudden I'm the guy who played Ray Charles in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell happened? This is a new universe where right. I'm a, this is the new universe where I'm a multi-talented Oscar winning, Grammy winning. And no, he didn't win no Tony's, but anyways, <laughs> former stand-up comedian. Huh? Yeah. Right. Who would have thought that I made a song, a hit song with Ludacris called unpredictable. <laughs> and Kanye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then I also thought it was interesting that Sandman was sand the whole time. Yeah. Do you think you that it? was something with like maybe the actor just look like beyond what CGI could do or. So I read up on that a little bit. He was down, but he wasn't available. Oh, okay. So he just did voiceover. Mm. Same with lizard. So oh, okay, right. what I heard, what I read is that, any of the scenes, there's only one scene where Lizard is Dr. Connors again. And there's one brief scene where Sandman is just human Flint Marco. Um, those were like literally, I think, CGI'd in from the other movies. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's a little more evident the second time. And, th- and that's a gimme. I think those are mm-hmm. some gimmies. For sure, because the second time I watched it, I was like noticing more of the gimmies and I was like, okay, you know, maybe they did a little, they were a little extra on some of these things, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I did notice when I first saw it that like the, the scene when he is getting cured. Yeah. Looks very similar to a scene. Yeah. In the, in the third one, like the camera movement, the angle, the, the everything. Right. And I thought, I didn't know if that was a nod, but now that you say, I guess it makes sense that they would have just pulled it and kind of. Yeah. Cause they kind of just move on like yeah. very quickly, mm-hmm. like after lizard and salmon are cured, they're like, Oh, they're cured. Okay. Let's go do the other stuff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it, you know, it's, it's quick, but you know, yeah. Hey, it's the most, it's one of the most ambitious fucking movies ever. Like Absolutely. there's going to be some oversights, you yeah. know? Yeah, and I mean, not much you can do if, like, someone's not available. Right. Which, I don't know. How could they not be? Yeah, you're like, come on, dude. What do you, what do you, what are you, guy who plays Sandman, what are you making? Yeah, what else are you what doing, are you really? No you offense know? to him. No but offense what, to him. But, but what are you doing? Are you doing something for Paramount Plus? Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Get on Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, uh, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, they made it work. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What was the other, the only other thing that this, this kind of brings up for me that we didn't talk about was, uh, was the character of Ned discovering he had some, some abilities to do some strange magic. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And that might come into play. Like him and Peter might end up being villains. Right. Or not villains, enemies. Enemies. Yeah. Without knowing each other. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, that was a pretty cool. Now, now that I watched Dr. Strange though, 
Like, because when I watched that without watching Doctor Strange, I was like, wow, Ned is like the only other person. And I'm like, now that I watch Doctor Strange, I'm like, okay, there's like a lot of people yeah, yeah. <laughs> who can come and like learn that. But, you know, whatever, he was in tune. And I thought that was kind of cool. And truthfully, like that is not how I thought they would introduce Andrew and Toby. Yeah. And I, I remember when it hit me and I was like, oh, this is how they're going to do it. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's clever. Because you would expect this big, spectacular moment. And, oh, here comes Andrew and here comes Toby through the cracks of the fabrics of the multiverse. Yeah. And now it was like in his grandma's living room, you know? <laughs> without without um, Tom even being without there. Without Tom even being there. Yeah, it's a little intimate scene. Yeah. It's him and Zendaya in the grandma's house. You don't expect it then. I think that was very intentional. We were like, when would somebody least expect these two to show up? Right. And then prove it. Prove your Spider-Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's like, what if I fucking, what? <laughs> now, it was pretty funny. Like, it really showed Tom Spider-Man's immaturity how Andrew and Toby both come in and they're like, um, we don't carry IDs on us. It, you know, it defeats the purpose of a secret identity. Mm -hmm. And they're like, and I know it wasn't Toby's, I mean, Tom's idea to be outed as Spider-Man, but you know, too many people knew that that was the natural consequences that eventually everyone was going to know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, and that was his, his oversights as a slightly immature hero. And so it was kind of funny to see them be like, the fuck, like this is, we don't, we don't let people know who we are. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, overall dude, just, it was an exciting, exhilarating movie. And I saw it in screen X. I don't know if you've seen anything in screen X. No, man. On that opening night, I was so desperate to watch it. I got seats in the second row and I was looking up, but yeah, it it still hit just as good. But yeah, no, it wasn't (laughs) a no damn screen X. Yeah. So anyone who doesn't know, because I I wasn't sure what it was Mm -hmm. like my friend told me that it was like they combined three screens. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be one really large screen that you're like almost like a curved monitor in a way. Right. Not at all. So it's one regular screen. And then the walls on each side get projected onto. Okay. And so like the opening Marvel part where it's like the comic book flipping, like the wall, like you feel like you're in it. Yes. And like when Tom in the opening scene was swinging through the city after, after he gets exposed, yeah. you know, there's like city elements behind. And at first I was like, whoa, this might be a lot. Like right. I feel like I might get nauseous or something. Cause it's a lot. It's only for certain scenes. It only turns on for certain parts. Okay. Like I think it came on again when Electro was being introduced. Yeah. But it's really cool. Like, it's That's super immersive. It feels amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, this has been good getting yeah. back. Feels good. I feel like we unloaded a lot just because it's been so pent up. Yeah. So yeah. sorry about that. But it's sorry been pent to load up. Yeah. On you. Yeah. You know, sorry, not sorry. It happens. It happens. <laughs> Sometimes you're backed up. Yeah, we were pretty backed up. You're in celibacy kick, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's it's all there. You let it loose. No, I feel good, man. I I feel excited for this next chapter for us, too. And we did. We had a lot of pent up. And now that we got it all out, I'm excited to see what's next. True. Because we spent a lot of time on Spider-Man and Christmas and stuff like that. So, you know, where where do we go from here? I guess we'll find out. We will. And hopefully you guys will be listening This has been a Red Band Podcast brought to you in 2022, the first episode of the year. 
thank you everyone for listening mm. and uh hopefully you missed us hopefully you weren't like oh yeah i forgot these guys <laughs> do this sometimes <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah um so you know be sure to to listen thank you guys for supporting check us out on youtube as well we're going to get more of our episodes on there for free yep and follow us on instagram and we're we're excited to keep sharing shit with you guys so yep can't wait good can't to be wait. back y'all come back next week we'll see you we'll see you then <laughs>